Welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. I'm Anita Kelly, and I have two guests today, two awesome guests. Um, They are Bray Willows and Robin Nix, the dynamic duo. So welcome, Bray and Robin. Hello. Hello there. You're too kind. That was a lovely introduction. Uh, How are you guys? Really well, thank you. Uh, I'm so glad to hear that. And thanks so much for being on the show. It's great that both of you could be here with us today. Well, we really appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Yeah, so um, let's uh, let's talk about some books, guys. Between the two of you, you have, like, so many, right? Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we're yeah. there in double I figures. I mean, a few, yeah. 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 We're working on it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're oh. up to, between the two of us, we're up to, what, 15? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. And, and for our, our listeners who maybe didn't know that you guys were in a relationship right um <laughs> how long have you guys been together uh seven years and married for four wow that's awesome that's that's <laughs> super great so um and and um bray you told me that you're american yes and robin you're british i certainly am okay and how did you guys end up living where you are well um I moved to the UK back in 2007 um, and we met when Robin pitched her book to me at a BSB event. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how you guys met at a BSB book event. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. A lot to to thank Bold Strokes books for. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that they were in that business. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So all the way. uh, There you go. That is it, right? So, uh, who asked who out? Oh, Robin definitely asked me. out. Uh, yeah, I. We were both. I mean, um, yes, it was. It was me. I was knocking on the door. very hard really to say hello see me hello (laughs) (laughs) and and when did what did you guys do on your second date oh our second date yeah okay that would be the pool night wouldn't it pool yeah yeah Yeah. we we did the very lesbian thing and went to a pool hall yeah (laughs) we didn't have many pool halls in um in england it's not a a big thing like it is in in america but um there's there's one in nottingham and and we went there and uh and yes sealed the sealed the love wasn't it (laughs) over a pool table there's a romance book for you there you go (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised you guys haven't written that yet so yeah it hasn't really occurred to me but it might now (laughs) there you go so um are you do you both write in the same genres um no um you i mean i i i genre hop really uh so i started with kind of um would you call it a thriller yeah never enough crime thriller thriller ish um and then i went to a a sci-fi trilogy then I went to a pure romance, and then I went to an adventure uh, book. So I hop all over the place. Mm. Fantastic. Whereas I write fantasy and spec fic kind of stuff, some dystopian in there. 
but I stick very much to my kind of genre comfort zone. <laughs> okay. All right. That's great. So, so you guys, um, both write maybe like spec fic then is that yeah a little bit okay. you you write some but yeah i mean mine's been sci-fi really hasn't it yeah okay specific. yeah all right yeah. so do you time travels do you bounce ideas off of each other oh gosh yeah all the time um we've got a what usually we... right before we go to sleep <laughs> yeah, really not... couldn't be super <laughs> to sleep. no but uh we've got um well, we call it the grand name of the scriptorium, but actually what it is is a glorified shed with a, a heater and a couple of chairs in there. Um, cool. And, and we, uh, we sit in there of an evening and, and write our books, and then we'll, we'll stop and say, how do you write this and pull a face at each other? Um, <laughs> what is that expression? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, w- work through plot problems and um, character issues and, and that kind of thing. That's so cool. So it gets you out of your normal home, right, into a different environment. Yeah, and that's important because we work from home as well. Oh, uh, so we've got our office in the in the house, and obviously then the the living room is the living room. So it, it gets us out and into a completely different space, which is is really good for us both. Different headspace. So what I'm hearing is that you guys are spending an awful lot of time together. <laughs> yeah 24 hours a day <laughs> yeah is has that been good for your relationship oh i mean yeah. it's something we we chose uh because i i was uh, a chief executive of um a sexual abuse charity and when victoria and i met it obviously it was over words but i was working for at the time i was working for a children and young people's charity with um lgbt kids um and i forgot what the point of this was what was the question (laughs) um spending time spending so much time together yeah yeah, that's right um and basically um bray was working on um on a community book with older lgbt people and i i said oh you know i'd like i'd like you to work with my kids doing this and we worked together doing that and and i said this this is a fantastic business premise i'd like to help you make it into something you know, profitable. <laughs> so we we started working together on that, and I just got obsessed with with words and helping people tell stories, such that um, it it became my my full time job. And and recently, I gave up my chief executive job so that we could you know play with words all day. Oh. That's fantastic. We laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> we that's... laugh at appropriate things. We laugh at stupid things. We sing. That's yeah, so wonderful. Bad. There's a lot of singing in our household. Bad singing. Bad, absolutely. bad singing. Uh, and ridiculous songs, you know, made up about toilet roll and, and blankets. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So um, if if I ask you to close the podcast with a song, could you do that? Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> You definitely don't want that. <laughs> well, you can sing the Mr. Moon song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I'm obsessed with the Moon song. All right. Well, I am going to. I won't forget that. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, all right. We'll see about the Moon song. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. So, so um, you gave up your career in nonprofit work 
And and Bray, were you um, engaged in any other work outside of writing? Well, kind of. I mean, I, I work as an editor for Bold Strokes, um, and I have since 2008. So it's been a nice long run now with them, and nice. I love what I do. Um, I work with a lot of really amazing authors. Um, so I do that, and then I also uh, run our company with, with Robin. So my life has been about words for a really long time now. Wow, that's fantastic. You guys are really, really immersed in the world, aren't you? Yeah, very nice. much so. Nice. And and Robin, uh, right, re- recently you decided to fly solo um, and self-publish. I um, did, yeah. And, you know, how was that experience and, and how was that different from working with, um, you know, a, a well-established publishing house? Um, I mean, I love it. One of the, the reasons I, I went self-published was because I wanted to – I wanted more creative control um, and to be able to, to play around a lot more. Uh, so that was kind of the reason the reason I went solo. Um, and it was also because I wanted to work with a lot more lesbic authors that weren't with Bold Strokes, and that, that wasn't compatible um, because obviously they're running a business. <laughs> yeah. So me you know, promoting other non-bold stroke books authors is not is not really compatible for them. So I wanted to work with um, other lesbic authors. I want to bring in on new authors. Um, we we do writing retreats, and and it's really nice to discover new voices uh, and new authors. And I recently started um, a project called Butterworth Books, which is all about independent authors. Uh, and helping them produce top quality uh, books. So I'm I'm having a blast. I'm really enjoying doing what I'm doing. I like the nitty gritty of this stuff as well as the writing. Uh, and I know a lot of authors, particularly with traditional publishers, they just want to write and then hand it over and let the publisher do what publishers do. Sure. But I like all the typesetting. I like creating ebooks and writing code. Cool. I like doing the cover design, the typesetting, all the Amazon stuff, the ads. I love all that that stuff that's involved in, you know, taking an idea from uh, that seed of a novel all the way through to that finished product in in my hands. I really love that. Wow, that, that's amazing because that is I Originally, you said the nitty gritty, and that really is it, right? Yeah, that yeah. stuff. You have to be very detail oriented. Yes, uh, yeah, that's a nice way of saying OCD, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and perfectionist, and that's that's definitely me. Yeah, uh, but I, I love doing it with other authors. There's nothing. There's something quite special about bringing on an author that you know wants to write, but doesn't have that self-confidence and self-esteem level and to to help them and, and help and edit them so I've, I mentored under Victoria uh, under Bray sorry for um well for the past seven years and continue to do so to become an editor uh, as well as taking on some some training courses so to develop authors in that way and edit them and then take them through the process to the the final book there's just something very special about it and it's almost as special as publishing my own book yeah i'll bet i'll bet it's like you know uh a child of yours gets their <laughs> wings and flies right yeah yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely it's yeah. fabulous so that is called 
Butterworth Books? Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's um, my, my grandmother's maiden name. Butterworth. Yeah. How about that? My grandmother's maiden No, my mom's maiden name was Butterfield. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're all Brits. <laughs> so, uh, wow, that's great. And when did you start this new venture? Just this year. Um, this year, uh, oh. properly, I suppose. I mean, I, I had an author uh, back in, in 2020, and then it's just expanded. And it's a nice way to to take on authors from Global Words, where we we do the writing retreats and discover the new talent. And then it's kind of um, a, a separate company from them, but takes those those people through into the into the self publishing process. Uh, so it's it's really taken off this year, I would say. And I've got I think probably seven or eight authors, including two um, guys who I've done memoirs with. Wow. Uh, or they've done memoirs with mm. with uh, with us. Um, so yeah, it's really taken off this year. Yeah, that's a great start, really. I I didn't expect that number of of people to be working with you already. It's fantastic. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So, um, I uh, just read Song of Serenity. Um, Can I apologize? <laughs> no, no. Why don't you tell tell our listeners about it? Um, and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I I absolutely loved it, and I and I got to tell you that's I didn't think I would. I I'm I don't really read uh speculative speculative fiction. Um, I'm like a, a pure romance reader. Um, <laughs> and uh, I like crime novels too, but I, I was just like, wow, I loved it. I absolutely loved it, and and you know, I mean, it was all about romance too. But you know, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so oh, it's, thank so, you. That's that's really really lovely to hear, um, especially since you know it's it's just been released and and like you were saying about you know a, a child growing up, it's a, a new book is your baby that yeah. you've thrown out into the world and and you hope it it doesn't sink, it doesn't, <laughs> get, it doesn't get bullied. Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Song of Serenity is the first of a nine book trilogy. Wow. Nine, Nine book trilogy, geez, it's late here. Uh, a nine book series, um, and each book features one of the nine Greek muses. Um, it's a kind of a spin-off series from my Afterlife trilogy, okay. uh, which was where the gods came out uh, and started playing in the world. So in this series, they're already out and doing what they do, uh, but obviously it's still. It's still an issue, and there's still stuff to deal with, and plenty of conflict uh, between the humans and, and the gods. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately, like you say, it's I, I like playing with the romance too, and um, and Jordan and and Calliope were were a lovely couple to start with. Yeah, I I loved it. I I, I really loved everything about it, um, and. Um, I'm I'm thinking like thinking about it now. I'm thinking like it, that must be so much more difficult than writing just a uh, like a romance novel that's set in modern day or even set in um, like uh, like a historical romance because um, you know it was kind of like in real times. But yours is like this whole mythical world, right? Um, it is. 
and yeah. and the real world and so you're bringing <laughs> these two together um, yeah. yeah yeah it's it's one of the things i love i mean urban fantasy for me is is so much fun to write because it takes kind of this world we know and that we're so familiar with and it makes it magical and mm. and it brings the magic right kind of onto your doorstep and you can walk along a, a forest path and and think what if you know what if there were naiads playing in the river below me and so i it's some playing with urban fantasy is something i really really love that's so cool so do you have a background in like greek mythology yeah i do yeah i uh, i have an ma in uh composition theory with specialties in the classics um so it's mythology and religion are are definitely my my go-to's sandbox <laughs> my sandbox, yes. <laughs> sandbox I wow well you do a great job with it really i uh yeah, I totally enjoyed it. And and that came out on December 14th, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, December 14th um for for worldwide uh publication, uh December 1st through just BSB. Uh, and then the next one, Vision of Virtue comes out uh, I think in April. And then Lines of Love, the third one, comes out in December, I believe. November or December wow. next year. Okay. That's Lines of Love and Visions of, of, vir virtue. of virtue. virtue. So th that is a lot of writing in one year. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the Visions of Virtue and, and who is the main... Uh, muse in that one so that's cleo okay. um and you met her in song of serenity yes. she's the kind of over the top sister yeah um, who likes the the big fancy clothes and the limelight yeah that um, should be fun yeah yeah she she comes up against uh, a reporter from truth spotter who, <laughs> who doesn't think that any of this is any good so they have a nice constant conflict oh fun <laughs> And um and then lines of love we won't get to for another year but uh but who... it's already in process yeah and that's okay. that's um the muse of love Eris oh. and uh, and the muse of love is is quite jaded and doesn't think that real love exists anymore so she's basically just running a nightclub and ignoring her her duties what a fun spin on that <laughs> <laughs> so um. In addition to, to writing, you're both editing, right? And That's so right. how do you manage to, I guess, pull it all together? Like, do you edit your own work? Um, do you have someone else edit your work? Um, and how do you manage to kick out all of these novels every year in addition to editing other people's novels? Because Nick is, or Robin is OCD. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm kind of picking up on that. She's very very organized. There like you go. Spreadsheet. I like uh, you know we've got a couple of whiteboards in the in the office that, uh, that uh, you know plan everything out and um, I work out Grace's schedule so that she she's able to to fit all her, her editing um, for her, her BSB authors in etc. So um, it's just it's it's very strict organization and, and regime. <laughs> so we um, you know we work on other people's 
uh, words all day. Mm-hmm. And then we write our words in the evening and at the weekends. Every night. Uh, yeah. And yeah. we go away on, on a full week of a writing retreat just so that, you know, that's all we do. Really? Um, all day, every day, basically. Oh. So, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's intense. Yeah. And, we, and then we have time off completely from, from our writing, but obviously continue with our, with our authors. Okay. I, I like how you are able to take it because when I think of OCD, generally, it has a negative connotation, right? And so yeah. I love how you've taken that and it's referred to as a uh, strict organization. Um, <laughs> or, you know, I would say you're fastidious, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My wife tells me I'm stubborn, and I always tell her it is not stubbornness; it is determination. And nice. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. It's all about reframing for the positive, isn't it? There you yeah. go. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, uh, how many books do you think you guys edit each year? Each year. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that depends on. I mean, how many? You've got 15 authors, haven't you, with BSB? 17. Yeah. 17. I've got 17 authors with BSB. Yeah, but they're not, you know, oh. writing one a year or anything. Some some are writing yeah. two or three a year. Yeah. Others write one every two or three years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it just so really it, depends. It, yeah, it can depend. But I think um, Bray's probably up to, up to this month has edited 12 novels this year. I think for bold strokes, um, and uh, I mean I do I do lesbic, but I also do memoir and I do children's books and young adult books as well for uh, for for both LGBT and mainstream uh, clients. So um, I would say I'm probably in double figures, going up fifteen to twenty this year. Wow, that's fantastic! So you guys are super busy. It sounds like. Yeah, but yeah. we love what we do, so oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah you, you have to, right? Yeah, that's, definitely. That's because you guys are in it. You're in the thick of it. Yeah. So um, so how does that work? Do you both have, like, specific authors that you're assigned, and that's who you strictly work with then? Yeah, I mean, at Bold Strokes, I have, I have very specific authors I work with, um, and occasionally I, I get a new author who comes in. Okay. Um, and so those are my my authors, and I I have such a fabulous rapport with with the authors I work with, and we have a bi monthly meeting where we all come on Zoom, and we have a good chat about craft and any questions they have or issues they're having with their manuscripts, um, so they can not only kind of get pick my brain, but they can also learn from each other, um, which is amazing. Yeah. And um, every new author that, that I start working with, I've got two new authors next year, I think. Um, and, you know, they, they come on board and, and the other authors I work with are so amazingly supportive um, and, and jump in to help in any way they can. So it's pretty amazing. Wow, that's fantastic. I didn't realize that there was so much involved in being an editor besides just editing the book. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a trust thing. Yeah. You it can't really be overstated I think how how much trust goes from author to editor. 
um, you know, they're handing over their blood, sweat and tears to you. Mm. And it's so important that you treat that with respect and, and treat the author's voice and dream with respect so that as you're working through it and any changes that have to be made or, you know, if something's not working, they trust you to, to take them where they need to go. Um, yeah. And, and, um, and I, I have all the, well, the vast majority of the editing for the, for our company for global words. Um, and then Victoria does, uh, some of the memoir work with mainstream, uh, authors. So she's been working with a chap for four years now wow. on a, on a book that I think it's about 150,000 words. Easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so, but I, I do most of the, the, the other clients, um, and they come on from recommendations from our writing retreats, uh, word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth. Emma Nichols joined me a couple of years back. Uh, after her ninth book uh, on, that was released, and that was via Valden Bush, who'd just been on a retreat with us, and Valden has just been on her fourth retreat with us, and actually <laughs> published her first book um, with Butterworth Books uh, in September this year. So, you know, it's it's a lot of word of mouth, really. Uh, mm. But as as Bray said, the the editor writer relationship is so important. It, it can't be overstated, really, uh, the, the trust and the, um, the importance of that. Uh, it's just, it's huge. Yeah, I imagine it is. Um, you know, you, I, I said this before, this is like, your book is your baby, right? It's your child. And um, you're putting so much, as an author, you're putting so much of yourself out there that, you know, the, the well, maybe not the first person, but one of the first people who who takes a look at it and 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 is going to have a say um yeah. in you know um cutting things out adding things um you know really making changes to to your work of art um yeah you really have to trust that person yeah that makes total sense yeah and and you know an editor can destroy a, a bad editor can absolutely destroy uh, a writer and and either stop and them writing, yeah, destroy their self-esteem, their confidence. So, you you know, you have to be really careful, um, you know, with with people, like you said, uh, like Bray said, with people's dreams. Yeah, and and artists are, I don't know, I think of artists as kind of fragile people anyway, right? Sensitive souls. Sensitive <laughs> souls, exactly. You you're so right. Yep, that's it exactly. So, um, uh, Robin, you also have your own podcast. I think I saw that. Like, I think I see that it comes up on my Facebook page feed sometimes. Um, so do you want to put a plug in for that? Sure. Yeah. Um, that's, that's chuckle and chat with Nichols and Nicks. <laughs> and that's, um, it's a live show that we do once a month on the last Friday of the month. We've just actually done our final episode of the season, and that's an an hour of um, of just chat and and fun facts. I've become the fun fact person, so we'll have a theme for each each episode, and I tend to be the the person that finds out ridiculous things about uh, whatever we're we're talking about, and then we we tend to have an established author on. And then we also like to introduce new and emerging authors as well 
to to the listenership and the and the readership and we have a lot of fun we've got a little thing called the chatterball challenge which is a, a driving game which completely ripped off from from top top gear and the the, <laughs> the star in the reasonably priced car kind of lap thing okay. so uh, so yeah so we do that uh, but we're taking a break now for christmas and we'll be back in march 2022 with a, a whole new raft of of guests for uh viewers pleasure great wonderful that sounds like fun i'm gonna have to check that out so yeah well we have our own youtube channel so you can catch up on on all the episodes of the of the season (laughs) okay so it's called chuckles and chat with nickels and nicks yeah chuckle and chat with nickels and nicks that's right all right all right we'll check it out our listeners will check that out also that's pretty cool and uh how long have you been doing that uh, just this year, okay. uh, as I say, I've been I've been working with Emma Nichols editing her for um, two years now, okay. and then we just kind of we're both very passionate about helping other authors, and that was kind of what this show was born from, getting people that not the regular names that you tend to see, but you know the the people that are, are working away at their craft and and trying to to get out there and get their voices heard and and their books read. And then kind of balancing that with the well-known names that would perhaps bring people to to watch the show. So we're both very passionate about that. So that kind of came out of a, of a brainstorming session once and uh, one time when we were having a chat post editing, and um, and and it came from that really. So that's great. I love that you're both like working with young young writers, uh, not necessarily young in age, but just uh, young in craft and. Um, you know, helping them along. That's awesome. That really is. Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, you said not young in, young in age. We, we worked with, we work with uh, an author who was 68 when she published her first book and tomorrow, uh, sorry, on the 15th of December, we launch her seventh book um, in four years, I think it is. And, you know, she was 68 and has always wanted to write and the dreamt of being published and had done all sorts of other things uh, and then she she came to us at 68 and as I say December the 15th sees the launch of her seventh book which is amazing that's, that's super wow that's great that's amazing um you know what I've I've met uh just from doing this podcast uh several authors who have not even started writing until they're like way you know older in life you know uh mm-hmm. never even considered it always wanted to do it but never did it uh it's never too late no yeah yeah it's a great thing so um all right here's here's the dirt question (laughs) (laughs) um what is it like you're breaking up sorry the connection's gone (laughs) (laughs) so what is it like living in a house with two authors two editors right um are you guys competitive with each other are you like you know well i have nine books published and i have 10 books published like how, how does that go down Do you want to take this? i am the least competitive person on the planet ah. i i i don't compete um so for me it's it's just it's great working with somebody else who who gets it, who understands that, you know, there's a deadline coming up. So you can't go to the cinema or, or out to dinner or whatever, because you have to stay home. Right. 
Um, so that understanding is really, really great to have. Um, Robin doesn't like to sleep. So <laughs> she, she considers it a waste of time. I do. So I think the, the one thing there is that we'll be kind of drifting off and all of a sudden she's talking about editing or clients or, or new ideas for books. And I have to tell her to go to sleep. Um, so <laughs> as far as dirt goes, that's probably it is that I, I have to tell her to, to put it away for the night. And then she's up at seven o'clock the next morning, ready to go and already at her computer by the time I get up at nine. Wow. Robin, do you do caffeine? <laughs> um, I, not really. Uh, I've, I've just started drinking coffee, actually, because Bray's a terrible coffee drinker. Not I know, terrible it's a travesty, drinker, isn't it? Yes. But, you know, quite quite the coffee connoisseur. And I've always loved the idea of coffee. Mm-hmm. I love the the smell, the, all the different brews that you can get and, and, uh, and all of that sort of stuff. So I keep, I've constantly, sort of every couple of months, tried a cup of coffee that, that Bray's been drinking. And I'm like, ah, don't like that at all. <laughs> but then we went to Spain this year and um, they'd got this special little Nespresso machine with all these lovely little capsules in all different colours, which again, massively appealed to me. And I, I tried it and I thought, oh, this is this is not bad. And then that's it. Suddenly my taste buds have just gone click and now I can drink coffee, which is great. But it, it doesn't really have any effect on me. So it... You know, I've always been a, I'm kind of like the little Duracell bunny yeah. that I, I just, use, I'm constantly switched on, basically. And my mind is just buzzing and doing 16 different things at, at a time. Um, I move around the house in exactly the same way. I'll start one job and then that will lead me to another job. And then I'll have sort of six or seven jobs on it at the same time. And they, they will all get finished. Eventually. Uh, but, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's it. I'm I usually just... a little bit baffled when I come down and, and <laughs> things are all half done and, and I just ignore it and go back upstairs. Because yeah. you know it'll get done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking that um, just based on what you're saying, that caffeine probably would have the opposite effect on you and maybe chill you out a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's not, I'm drinking a couple of cups a day and it's not made any difference, you know, either way. Uh, I'm not doing any more and I'm not, I'm not doing any less. So okay. it just tastes nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so do you read each other's books before they go to the publishing? Yes, always. No words are allowed to leave the house until um, either of us have, you know, read them. Um, so I, obviously, we've both got our own editors. So it's just a case of reading it, almost like a beta reader, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and making sure that everything's held together because we talk about the books before they we start to write them. We do a lot of planning and a lot of development, so we kind of know each other's books inside out, anyway. So when we're when they're finished and we can read them, mm-hmm. uh, we can make sure all the plot uh, threads are, are pulled together and, and things haven't been missed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tend to read Robin's as she works chapter by chapter, and she tends to read mine all at once at the end. Okay, and she likes it as she goes. How how is that for you guys to have another editor work with your book because you're editors? Yeah. I mean, it's it's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah mm. yeah I, I think it's really helpful because you know what you're looking for you're not reading it as just a reader mm-hmm. so if there's something that's not quite a reader will read a book and they'll know they haven't enjoyed it or they have enjoyed it but they might not know exactly why um but obviously as an editor you you'll pick out things that um that are not quite right with the book so it it does help that way and i think the better authors are able to put their egos aside and accept that another editor can can find things that they can't see Mm -hmm. um and even as an editor i i well maybe even more so as an editor i recognize that that my editor who is is fabulous um can see things that i can't um so i think a really good author is somebody who can accept an editor's guidance um, mm-hmm. and, and kind of check their ego at the door. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you guys um, write in the same genre that you edit in? Um, well, I mean, you, you do, don't you? I, I edit every genre. Oh, yeah. you do? Okay. I do. Yeah. 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 I edit, I edit historical, I edit crime, I edit romance, romance and fantasy. Yeah, I, I edit pretty much any genre that comes across my desk. Okay. Yeah, and the the same for, for me as well, but I, I also do children's and young adults and, mm. and picture books, etc., which I'm, I'm not writing. Okay. <laughs> that would be fun, though. Yeah, absolutely. I have got um, a, a sort of a young adult, well, children's book kind of floating around, but... I'm not in a in an emotional state to to write that yet. <laughs> okay, that doesn't surprise me that it's rolling around in your head. <laughs> so, um, so, Robin, have have you had any uh, most recent releases? Um, I I released the Copper Scroll, which was the uh, second book in the Chase Stinson adventures, and I released that in February this year. Okay. Um, and then when I left Bold Strokes, they were nice enough to let me uh, have all my rights back for my existing books. Oh, nice. So I'm working on re-editing those, reworking the covers, and then republishing them so that I can have them on Kindle Unlimited. So I've already re-released The Golden Trinity, which was originally out as Uncharted, which was the first of the Chase Stinson adventures. Okay. And then in July, I re-released Music City Dreamers. Uh, so the next one up will be Never Enough, but that won't be until I've released my new book, which is Dead Pretty, and that will come out in February next year. Dead Pretty? Yeah, it's um, it's basically it's uh, dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too dark to be fair it's got quite a strong romance in but it's uh, an fbi agent uh, a mortician and a serial killer Uh, so basically the serial killer he considers himself quite the artist and um, Mm. creates these what he calls artistic pieces from from dead bodies basically and our mortician puts them back into perfect uh you know 
perfect state effectively mm-hmm. so the artist is not happy about that because she's rewinding his his work and you know it's like you wouldn't you know put a smile on the mona lisa why are you messing with my art art yeah uh, and then obviously that that puts the the artist on on her trail and the fbi agent and um the mortician uh, living next door to each other basically so wow. that's how they get to how do you come up with this stuff? Like, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a darkness there, apparently. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Swirling true. around under all that, that marshmallow jolliness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty incredible. That's uh, an amazing story. Um, yeah. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the Copper Scroll uh, was just yeah. released this past year, right? Yeah, that was uh, the end of February. Okay, all right. And so, and that's the second one in the series, right? Yeah, it's the Chase Stinson Adventures, and that's it's an archaeology kind of romp, basically. And uh, Chase Stinson is, if you think of Lara Croft with bigger biceps and smaller boobs. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then Rain Marcellus, who works on the kind of the darker side of of antiquities and uh, and archaeology, and she's your sort of archetypal super femme, um, but she also kicks ass okay. as well. And they they come together. It's kind of they were friends to enemies to lovers in the in the first book, and then the continuation, the second book, and the the ones that will come after that are, are how they navigate their relationship within their kind of moral gray areas okay and how many more books in that series oh i don't know know. at least a couple okay so do you guys like writing series i mean nine books bray in one (laughs) series like that's a series it is i i don't know what possessed me to be honest but (laughs) and and is there a name for that like yeah it's the memories muses series um the the goddess Memnazine is the mother of the muses and she's she's the goddess of memory so it's called the memories muses series wow okay um but yeah i like series i like the crossover characters that you get to play with Mm -hmm. and you know some of the the afterlife characters who make appearances in this in this series it's fun to play with i mean it takes an extraordinary amount of Excel sheets to make sure that everybody's where they're supposed to be uh, and that I haven't kind of mixed up cultures and religions and things. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking like you would be drawing like genograms or something with families and, you know, (laughs) yeah, 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 exactly. They are, they're pages and pages long. Uh, And we, uh, we put Easter eggs from each other's books. So I'll take, characters from um from bray's work and and they'll appear in mine and vice versa uh which is which is quite fun because then that gives something for the readers to find they're like oh if they read us both they, yeah. they catch them yeah and I, i've just fun. done that in, i've just done that in dead pretty mm. with one of um bray's characters that people absolutely adore mm. but you you don't actually see her but it's like oh could that be yeah so oh that's but, fun yeah, it's fun to play with. <laughs> That's great. So, um, I imagine uh, you guys have 
a lot more books in the works, right? Um, and uh, it sounds like you you each have a couple new books coming out in 2022. Yeah. Um, all right. And then um, what what do you do besides, like, what do you like to do besides writing, editing, uh, helping other writers? <laughs> do, do you have time um, <laughs> to sleep? Yeah, yeah, we take off time. Um, we like we love to travel, um, and we like to go to the cinema as well. Uh, and we we work out, don't we? But I mean, that tends to be in, in every day. everyday yeah. type thing. Travel, I would um, say. Yeah, the, travel is our big, big thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, and being in England means that we can often travel into Europe quite easily um, and cheaply, which is really lovely. Oh, that is. That's nice. Um, and there's no COVID restrictions right now? There are, but we're navigating them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. Yeah. Great. Awesome. So um, what what can we look for? What, what are our listeners, what should they be looking for um, coming out next for you all? We've talked about a ton of books. Ton of <laughs> ton of titles. Yeah. Um, so Song of Serenity's just come out. Okay, Song um, of Serenity. And that's, and that's with Go ahead. Yeah, that's with bold strokes. That's with bold strokes, okay. And then um Vision of Virtue comes out in April. And Vision of Virtue comes out in April. All right, and that's with bold strokes as well, and that's the second one. It is. In the nine book series <laughs> the memories muses that's it yeah. yes but there's a lot of alliteration in these books <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah and then i've got dead pretty coming out in february uh never enough will be re-released uh shortly as well and then i'll be working on my extractor trilogy to uh to re-release those sort of in in, in a three-month kind of space Awesome. All right. Yeah. All yeah. good Lots stuff. Yes. Good stuff. You and guys if anybody have been... wants to join us on our international writing retreats, they're always welcome to come on over. Yeah. yeah? And and when's the next one? We've got uh, we've got two coming up actually. Uh, we've got a just do it writing one, which is in March, and then we've got our and that's in Wales. That's in Scotland. Wales. Wales. That's in Scotland. That's in Scotland. Yeah. Hang on. No, that's, no, in, that's Wales. in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got the intermediate writing retreat, and that is in Scotland. Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, but we've got, on the, the Just Do It one, we've got somebody, a new writer, coming to join us from Sweden, yeah. oh, uh, cool. which is exciting. Very cool. And it's, people, it's author's chance to come and, and have a, a whole week of just dedicated to writing and learning and craft and hanging out with other writers. That's fun. That's fun. How how can they resist going out and, and seeing the countryside of Wales, though? Oh, yeah. Well, I, lo- I lock walks. all the doors. And, uh, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you close the doors? <laughs> close the windows? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, it's, a, it's a little bit like prison. It's like, right, just two hours in the yard. I know. <laughs> I would yeah. be like... I, I think they're going to blow off this writing retreat and go play. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we've Emma Nichols has, has been on three. Uh, we've Bowden had some BSB authors come to the ones in Spain. Yeah, Evie Bancroft, uh, Maggie McIntyre. Uh, yeah, so, you know, lots of lots of authors. 
awesome. uh, really enjoy them. Fun, fun. That's great that you guys do this. It really is. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I'm really looking forward to. I, I, I am not familiar with the Copper Scroll. Um, I'm gonna check that out for sure. Um, and uh, and now I'm way looking forward to the next uh, Muse story. Uh, so. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You should start with the the Golden Trinity. That's the first one in the series. The Golden Trinity. Okay. Or the Copper Scroll. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I will thank you for that tip. I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I think that's about all the time we have for today, folks. Um, I want to, again, thank this dynamic writing and editing duo of um, Bray Willows and Robin Nix. Thank you again for being with us. It's thank you so thank much you. for having us. Thank yeah. you very much for inviting us. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Um, so I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining Liz. Talk about books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted, peace be plenty, and stay safe, folks. <laughs>